When you think about Greek life, Christian faith might be the absolute last thing that comes to mind. But we not only believe that it's possible to be Greek and Christian, but also that it's the best way to experience Greek life and grow your faith. We have real, honest conversations about how to approach Greek life from a Christian perspective, including things like recruiting and pledging, drinking and drugs, sex and dating, leadership and philanthropy, and much more. This podcast is by Greeks and for Greeks. Our hosts and guests are all members of fraternities and sororities who collectively have decades worth of experience living out their faith in Greek life. Welcome to the Greek and Christian podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm glad we're back for another episode of the Greek and Christian podcast. I'm your host, Allison. Right now, many of us are asking, how do we function? How do we be normal human beings when our lives have been completely disrupted and essentially everything has been canceled? Even when we're not facing a global pandemic, there are times in our lives when our routines or structures will be disrupted. In times of uncertainty, how do we thrive in our relationship with God and others? This week, we're focusing on scripture. How do we engage with God through the Bible and grow in our relationship with him during this season? If you listened to part one, you heard me talk with Mason, a pike from Louisiana State. For part two, I had a chance to talk with Sarah, a member of Delta Gamma and a Greek IV staff in Indiana. All right, so now I'm so excited to have Sarah join us. Sarah is on staff with Greek InterVarsity at Indiana State University and Rose Holman Institute of Technology, which is an engineering school in Indiana. And Sarah herself went to Indiana State and she's a member of Delta Gamma. Hi, Sarah. Hi. So glad you are joining us this week. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so tell me, since you've been sheltering, What's the most interesting or unique thing that you've been up to at home? Oh, that's a good question. Um, one thing that I'm really proud of right now is I have been training my grandma up in how to be really good at iPhone cup pong. iPhone cup pong. What is that? Yeah. So you, you know, you have like the game center in your phone and you can like text back and forth different yeah. games. You can play like pool and all these things. Well, they have like beer pong or cup pong. That's like one of the games on there. So I've been trying to get my grandma to get really good at it. <laughs> That's very creative. I love the way you're staying connected with community <laughs> and entertaining yourself. Thank you. <laughs> I think our audience should also know that uh, Sarah broke her leg. And yeah. so she's been sheltering with her parents, right, in Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, how long has it been since you've lived with your parents? Um, I haven't lived with my parents in... Oof six years, seven years. Wow. So quite a long time. Yeah. So how has that transition been going, uh, being at home with your parents? Um, it's different for sure. I have really, really amazing parents, but being like quarantined with three working adults all in the same house is never just like the dream. So <laughs> it's been challenging, but it's been really fun to get to hang out with my mom and my dad. That's awesome. Well, Sarah, this week we're talking specifically about scripture. And so while we're all stuck at home right now, why is scripture an important way to connect with God? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I know personally that, especially during this season of my life, I've been feeling just like a ton of different emotions. So, and emotions that like I don't typically feel for a long period of time or feel that often. So things like frustration and sadness and grief and anger and feeling those emotions for so long um, 
and like so often it's like I don't know exactly how to cope with them or how to process Mm. them and I feel like scripture has been my main place to go that tells me like truth and helps me process through those things so I feel like in the world right now there are so many lies we could believe about like we need to be afraid or we God isn't in this situation or there's not hope for us right now and when we bring that back to scripture it's a place that says like even though I'm isolated and I feel lonely or angry, like God is in that. Or even though I feel afraid, like God is my refuge. Wow, that's really good. I love your perspective on that because I totally relate with the variety of motions. Like today I felt, you know, excited this morning because I was working on a new project, but then all of a sudden I felt really emotional and I didn't know why. And then I felt sad and I felt anxious. (laughs) And I agree with you. You need that place of stability and truth. Um, to help you get through all of those crazy emotions. Practically, what are some ways we can engage regularly with scripture right now while we're not at school? That's also a good question. I think, first of all, I should say that growing up most of my life following Jesus, I thought that there was like one way to study scripture. Mm. And it involved like I was sitting at a table and I had my Bible on the left and I had my notepad or my journal on the right. And I needed to like, read an entire book of the Bible from the beginning to the end. And I needed to journal about it. And I had to understand exactly what was going on in the passage. And when I had completed that book of the Bible, then I could move on to the next (laughs) book of the Bible. And that was how I would study scripture. I That just like didn't work for me. Mm. And I always kind of left my quiet times feeling like, man, I don't really know if I encountered Jesus studying scripture that way. But like, The Lord tells me I need to read the Bible, so I'm going to do it, even though I feel like maybe it's not working for me. And that's kind of like what I did for a long time because I thought that that was the only way to do it. So it was really encouraging to me when other people started pouring into me and teaching me like, hey, there are actually different ways and more creative ways that we can engage with scripture that aren't just simply like reading and journaling about it. Um, So yeah, so I'd love to share just a couple of the ways that like, I am really helped and met by Jesus in the way that I study scripture. Awesome. Please do. Okay. So the first one is one that I learned like just recently because like you said, Allison, I broke my leg. We are quarantined. I am living at my parents' house and I cannot walk for the next two months. So imagine like the beginning of quarantine, you have a broken leg, you're moving home with your parents, you cannot walk. Everything you do is dependent on other people. And you can imagine that that just like drives you nuts. I was angry and frustrated and like so, so sad and grieving. I was like grieving going on walks. It was so sad because I couldn't, I couldn't even enjoy the outdoors anymore. And I was talking to a friend and I was like, I just don't even have words to pray what I'm feeling. Like, it feels like I don't even know what I'm supposed to say to God because I have all these emotions and I don't have words to come up with them. So my friend encouraged me. He said, have you ever tried like praying Psalms? And I was like, no, that like, that doesn't, what do you mean? And he was like, I know in my time when I'm going through a lot of distress, one thing that helps me is borrowing the words from Psalms as my prayers. Mm. I was like, okay. And I tried that out and it was like, such a freeing experience to be able to like borrow the words of the Psalms as my prayers, the things that like I wanted to say, but I didn't have the words for them. 
was really cool. And I even got to the point where I was reading one Psalm so many times that I memorized it. And it's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool to be able to like have that in my back pocket as just like this piece of scripture that I have all the time. But yeah, so reading through the Psalms and praying through the Psalms has been really cool just to like um, give me words for things that I feel like I don't really have words for right Mm. now. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Tyler said that on our episode on prayer also about praying through the Psalms is a great way to grow in prayer. And so I love the way that, you know, really we're talking about prayer and scripture separately, but they go together. And this is one way where you can really combine growing in scripture and then growing in prayer. So the second one that I really love is called Lectio Divina. Ooh, Um, that's a fancy word. Super fancy. If you want to impress um, your friends, you can just throw that into your everyday conversations. They won't know. They don't even know what it means. Yeah, please do. (laughs) Um, This is really cool. It's actually like an ancient way of studying scripture. So people have been doing this for years and years and years. And I like it because (laughs) this sounds weird. I like it because it's really low maintenance. Mm. So like I was talking about before, it it was hard for me to like, journal and read the Bible and understand everything. And I like this practice a lot because it's like really low maintenance. And basically what it looks like is it's like meditation within a passage of scripture. So you might choose a passage and what it normally looks like is you would read through it maybe two times, three times. Um, And each time you would read through it, you would read slowly and intentionally and be listening to see what word or phrase jumps out to you. So maybe it's a word, maybe it's a phrase, but something in the passage of scripture that jumps out to you that you want to think about deeper or contemplate deeper or process deeper with the Lord. And that's a way of just like inviting the Lord into your scripture and inviting the Lord into like engaging to scripture and seeing what he has to speak to you through like a certain phrase or a certain word. So I really like that one a lot. That's awesome. And we'll, we have a guide actually on Lectio Divina. And so we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, go look at the guide. Love that. Okay, and then the third way is actually my absolute favorite way to engage with scripture. And it's also two long words, so feel free to use this whenever too. It's called imaginative contemplation. Imaginative contemplation is really good for people who have really great imagination. So I'm like a pretty visual person, and so it's easy for me to like imagine things in my mind. And um, I really like listening prayer for that reason and different things like that. But this is really cool and definitely changed the way that I engage with scripture because it's a lot more creative than, like I said, reading my Bible and then just journaling about things. So this works really well for like stories in the gospel where Jesus is interacting with people. So um, if you choose a a story in the gospel. And I like to read it through once or twice until you have a really good understanding of like the plot and the characters and what Jesus is saying and how people are responding and stuff like that. And then you literally take a second to imagine yourself in that scene. So you would read the passage until you have a good understanding, imagine yourself in that scene. And you're thinking about things like, how is Jesus interacting with people? What is his body language like? How does he speak to them? How are people interacting with Jesus? What are they saying back to him? Just kind of like understanding Jesus's character within within a passage. And I think this is really cool because it's like literally putting yourself in Jesus's presence. And so there's like not, there's no way you can't encounter him when you're doing stuff like that. Um, So it's just, it's a cool way to be able to like put yourself in Jesus's presence so that you can encounter him through scripture, through the stories that are told about him. 
That's awesome. I love that, Sarah. And I'll say like, Scripture tell in the Bible, it actually says that all of scripture is God breathed and that it's living and active. And so, yeah, we can be creative with the ways that we engage it. We can engage it certainly with our minds and through really good Bible study, but we can en also engage it with our emotions, our senses, um, and our imaginations. Well, a couple of resources I'll share too is that uh, we have a few Bible study guides that you all can use that we'll also put in the show notes if you want to have uh, some more structured Bible study time. And then again, Sarah mentioned, uh, she mentioned three practical steps, but the two of Lectio Divina and then contemplative imagination. Is that what you said? Imaginative <laughs> contemplation. <laughs> imaginative contemplation imaginative contemplation pretty much you pretty yeah. much got it we have guides for those too so we'll make sure that those are available to you in the show notes yeah any other last thoughts for our audience sarah yeah i would just encourage everyone i know i know like personally for me it feels like now that there's less on my schedule that sometimes my time in the word is the first thing that goes um, but I'm reminded every time I really do take a chance to get into scripture that it is like so life-giving and that the Lord wants to meet us all um, in scripture. So yeah, I would just encourage people, even if it's like a 10-minute Lectio Divina session where you are just meditating for 10 minutes, like that is going to make such a big difference in your day, um, whether than like not doing it at all. So I would encourage you to take time to be in scripture and engaging with scripture during this season. Awesome. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. It was so great hearing your perspective. Thank you for having me, Allison. It was so great to have a chance to talk with Sarah and hear all of the creative ways we can connect with God through scripture. Next week, we'll be talking about community. How do we connect with one another when we have to be socially distanced? Make sure to subscribe to the Greek and Christian podcast. Also, follow us on Instagram at GreekIV to stay up to date on all of our latest content. We have some fantastic weekly devotionals and Bible study guides to help you connect with scripture. You can find those over at our website, greekiv.org. Thanks again for joining us. We'll be back in a week.